everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I feel like this year is truly moving at the speed of light because it's May. Time is moving quicker. You know that. I know. Like I woke up and I looked at the calendar and like I wrote the wrong date by accident today. Like I put four, whatever, whatever today is the third. The 37th. Okay, exactly. (laughs) That is what happened. (laughs) Mm, Well, I mean, a new month means, you know, new goals to be set and to be actually fulfilled. Um, So do you have any goals you want to accomplish this month? Yes, I actually shared them earlier today um, with our book club. But um, so one of my goals is to continue with my weight loss journey Mm -hmm. um, because I got a little too happy during quarantine. It was just eating at my heart's content. And at least you were happy. I was for in the beginning, but I, I wasn't after a while, which is why I need to make the shift. Mm-hmm. but um so yeah so I've been in the gym um trying to develop a healthier lifestyle instead of just like doing diets and stuff like that so right, that's right. one of my goals how about you um that is also one of my goals uh I definitely need to get in the gym tomorrow <laughs> but um another one of my goals is to actually be able to save money I am terrible at that as you know so and tuition is due right around the corner but after that I do plan on saving a little something something so hopefully I can start that this month I'm sure you can Mm -hmm. but you know I've heard that women apparently are worse at saving money than men really mm -hmm. and that's crazy because well that's probably true because I don't know know. but we're gonna figure out today yeah, we're going to find out today because we actually have some special guests on. We brought them in, you know, mm-hmm. we're giving you what you asked for, people. We're trying so. to be fair for once. <laughs> in this episode, we're going to be talking about double standards. Mm-hmm. So it would only be fair to have, you know, people from the opposite gender chime in. And that's what we're doing. So. Um, we're going to give them a second to introduce themselves, and then we're going to get into our chat. Not everyone all at once. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'm like, I'll pick. I'll shoot. I, I, I can go first. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, I'm Simeon. I'm 25. Uh, sure, what I do? I work in politics. Uh, I'm 6'2". I'm I don't know. What else y'all want to know? <laughs> like, I'm sure the audience wants to know. Sure, <laughs> uh, that's that's about it. That's about it. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm Kamarius. I go by KP. Um, I'm 24, currently working in logistics. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially going into food science soon. So okay, yeah. mm-hmm, cool. I mean, you just be getting all the new jobs. Like every time I talk to you, you have a new employer i'm like dude like okay i'm he like working on he has he's he works he's working on it i truly can't complain so do you guys agree with that statement i just made that i personally don't agree with that women can't save money or men at better are better at saving money right mm-hmm. yeah i mean honestly i really haven't heard like that one group is better than the other one i mean really i feel like it's just up to like 
you and then kind of also like how you was brought up, mm -hmm. I guess. I mean, if you was, you know, raised like saving money, like if saving money is important or whatnot, I mean, I guess that would be like important to you. But like, I, I haven't heard whether like men or women like save more money. Mm -hmm. What about you, KP? Yeah, I've, I've never heard that, honestly. But I mean, um, I'd, I'd even <laughs> throw myself in there to like to break that up because <laughs> probably up until about a year ago, I was like, man, save what money? I'm 23. But then, you know, <laughs> pandemic hit. I'm like, uh, okay, maybe I could save a couple of dollars mm -hmm. here, a couple of dollars there. But yeah, um, has it been my hard to tell me how to save money? So, oh, okay, cool. So do you feel like you, since this is like around the first time you've been saving, like you've, you've been able to do it pretty well or what? It, it's still some hit or misses. Mm -hmm. You know, you, I, I do my budgeting uh, week, well, I do it for the month and I figure out which weeks I get paid and, and what bills are due, what, and then how much I should save. Mm -hmm. um, but even like this past month, you know, I got paid five times and I said, well, one of those checks aren't going to be for bills. So uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's only four weeks in a month. So I feel like that one one check should have definitely gone to whatever oh. you wanted it to, right? <laughs> oh, dear. That's a yes. <laughs> it's only fair. Right. Well, that's great. Um, I just kind of wanted to know, like, this whole thing about double standards. Like, how do you guys think they came to be? Like, why do double standards exist? And who created them? <laughs> Like, who came up with this? True, society. True, mm -hmm. way back when, I don't know. <laughs> so, as, as, as far as I, I, I remember, this is, you know, I remember weird things from college or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, those standards were actually invented from, I guess you can say, the wage system or the pay system, how you'd have, excuse me, you have gold coins and silver coins, right? So, of course, we can probably imagine gold coins costed more. Silver was kind of the, the common and it wasn't special. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I think that kind of evolved into um, nowadays where somebody can do something and it's okay, whereas another person does the same thing and it's not. Right. And who do you feel like double standards are more in favor for? <laughs> I like how you did that. I like how you did that. Uh, I, I, that it probably favors men for sure. Mm -hmm. um, especially looking at you guys' list that you provided. Uh, definitely. definitely. Please, if, if you do, please like let us know some double standards that aren't in favor for men because like we said, we're trying to be unbiased. We're trying to make sure we cover all the bases because you know us, we know what isn't in favor for us. So we want to know the opposite side for sure. Agreed. Um, so speaking of which, um, what's an example of a double, double standard that is in favor of you, like um, that you kind of just experienced, like that works to your benefit? Am I going faster? You, you can, going? yeah. You can go, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, shoot. Well, like, one of the topics y'all had put on here was like, uh, I guess like going out or whatever, like going out at night or like safety or whatnot. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, I have never like really had to worry about like, um, I guess my surroundings necessarily, you know, mm -hmm. shoot, I just go out and not be like, 
I guess, quote unquote, like harassed or like um, get like unwanted attention. Shoot, I can just stroll down to the store like real quick and just like nothing happens really. So I guess that's like a double standard that is kind of prevalent, like, mm -hmm. for example. So. For sure. And I'm, sh I'm sure that makes you feel good, doesn't it? Like not having <laughs> to watch your good, back yeah. all the time and yeah. not having to be like, oh, let me get home real quick before somebody come and grab me. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, just speaking from like the female standpoint, um, to piggyback off of what, have you, what you were saying, Simeon, it's really, we do have to think twice about like going out late um, by on our own. Because I like doing stuff for myself. Like I like going to the movies by myself. Like I will literally spend time with me. But mm -hmm. like if I want to just go for a stroll at night or something, I do have to think twice about it. Um, I remember... I've been trying to support black owned businesses and this one girl, she sells like, um, like pools and stuff. Like she has like pepper spray, mace. Um, she sells like knives, but she sells it in like a discreet form. So like the knife is in the shape of like a comb and then it like, de um, detaches. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's crazy that we have to like look for these items <laughs> to like carry on us for protection when we should be able to just, you know, enjoy going out and about. Yeah, normally. It's like we have to become whole ass spies, pretty much, <laughs> to protect <laughs> totally ourselves. Like, this is and it's not, it's not even the cool kind, it's not. Right, right. I don't get to dress up. I just have to fear for my life. <laughs> yeah. But there was this um, recent thing that I saw um, on Tinder, because I know a lot of people are making tools now to make it safer. Mm -hmm. um I think it's called moonlight or midnight something but yeah so they did that and I guess it's like an app to like track your location and like send it to your friends and family which I do anyway as a general practice but um there I feel like people are starting to be more aware of it and trying to do different things mm -hmm. um what are your thoughts Luna um yeah, I definitely think that's um, a double standard. Well, I don't. I would consider it a double standard, but at the same time, not because it's not really a standard to be in fear all the time. You know, yeah. like it definitely goes more in favor for men because they don't have to worry um, as much. But that doesn't go to say that women aren't out here trying to like creep up on people either. <laughs> you know, but definitely more more so women are the ones that experience that. Um, like you said, I like to go out at night by myself too, or sometimes I might be driving at night um, through so, like, certain neighborhoods that I just don't feel comfortable in. So I like speed a little bit, <laughs> try to get right. home real like, quick. Like trying to get so, home. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always lock my door. That's like something I do now un unconsciously is as soon as I get in, I just lock my door because I've seen too many videos of people waiting for not necessarily women, but I've seen women um, get in their car and not lock the door automatically and they get snatched right out. I've literally seen it on like surveillance video. So I just make sure, like you said, good practice to lock my door immediately because I'm not trying to get snatched. I don't have a piece yet. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm trying to get my license too, for real. Mm -hmm. Not even just for that necessarily, but just kind of the state of the country. But you know what I did think about though? Like Simeon was saying earlier, yeah, it's more like comfortable for him to like go out like at a certain hour. But is they 
like even guys are at a disadvantage now at least black men because you can't you can be in the wrong place at the wrong type time type situation Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I feel like that's a fear that even though I am black I haven't had to deal with that as head-on right or like being in fear of being pulled over by the cops or something like that have you guys ever experienced something like that or um know someone that has uh sure yeah for sure sure actually i've been pulled over like actually several times i'm kind of kind of i'm kind of like a speedster so like i've gotten like i was like oh i've been pulled over more multiple times but, nah, but oh I, yeah i kind of speed but yeah i mean i've never got any points though you know i, I went to court and you know it's, it's been wow, settled. you you look but, so good <laughs> that's really but, good nah, yeah sure i mean when i was working in south carolina yeah. um like I was going back home and then I got pulled over by like the South Carolina, like state, whoever, the state police. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't have my registration, like, uh, like readily available. Like it was on my phone. So I was kind of like nervous, like what's going to happen if I don't like present him, like my registration and stuff mm-hmm. speeding, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, that's definitely like a fear, like for real, like, cause it, it was at night too. And I was on this like mm-hmm. country road, so I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I was, yeah, I was definitely anxious for sure. So yeah, that's a legitimate, that's a legitimate fear. Sh- I wouldn't not expect you to not feel like that because yeah. you don't know, you're alive one second and not the next, you know? So. Yeah. And then women, not necessarily black women, but like just women in general do tend to have it easier with cops, especially male cops, because mm-hmm. the only time that I was pulled over, he just let me go he was just like okay that you know just don't do it again like okay i won't <laughs> and then i would just uh, run. <laughs> that's definitely a double standard right there that's what i'm saying so mm-hmm. what yeah. about you kp um well i can definitely vouch for for riding through south carolina at the wrong time don't don't want to do that especially nowadays that's a, it's a common place for me but uh y'all know li- living in cobb county uh living in marietta um sometimes you just on a road at 1 a.m and i got to the point where before i left if i knew i was driving that night i made sure all my lights were intact mm-hmm. uh registrations up the day got my license on me all of these things because i know if i get pulled over and i don't really speed like that but if i get pulled over then it needs to be for some reason but right um a couple of times i think you know really it's just one of those things where driving you really just hate to see the blue lights behind you you just feel uneasy about it and i felt that way at least for the past four or five years mm-hmm. when i started driving really so that's what i was gonna say probably since you've been driving yeah but and then you know being down and you guys know if you go to buckhead and it's just a really crazy scene and you can easily end up in the wrong place the wrong time down there yeah um, around lennox and stuff all of that. Like it's just too much. They got too yeah. much going on over yeah. there. So I had to get out of that area. And we don't want to go to the bars anymore. Um, <laughs> we, we might just go go to Taco Mac, have a couple of beers and call it a day. But right. going out into being in, in the mix and everything, don't even need to be around it. It's not even worth it. It's, it's not. Because you're just going to be like looking over your shoulder the whole night and you're you're not even going to be able to, to enjoy your time so it's not even worth it just like you said do something simple that'll actually fulfill what you need to and then go home 
better safe than sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did want to talk about our next topic, which is um, kind of like how you were talking about the gap. Um, I feel like the biggest double standards that we see are within um, like jobs and like careers and stuff. And somebody told me one time that the reason why women make less than men is because women just don't go for the jobs that men do, which I actually see their point because, but that's, I feel like that's because from a young age, women have always been pushed to do certain types of jobs like teaching or like, um, you know, taking care, like being caretakers and stuff. So we've never been like uh, encouraged to do jobs. Like you say, you're in logistics. Women are not encouraged to do logistics, you know, or like um, Simi was saying, he's in, um, he's in politics. Women are definitely not encouraged to do politics. So it's like, I would assume like, yeah, you guys would definitely be making more money than our jobs would, but it's like, why, why are women not pushed to do certain jobs like that, especially from a young age? You know, that's my question. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. It, it very much is kind of just how we grew up hearing these roles be assigned to us in a way. Like, you know, oh, like a woman is supposed to be like a homemaker and all these things. And why are there limitations placed on that? Like, we as women have the capability to do so many things and still take care of a home and do this, like if we so choose, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I personally, I, well, you know, I used to want to be a pediatrician. Fun fact. <laughs> but anyway, the, the reason that I decided against that had nothing to do with me not thinking that a woman was capable of um, being in medicine. It's more so I just realized that I didn't really like kids that much. Guys, you love kids. I do like kids, but like I don't want to like be responsible for their livelihoods. I'm good. That's the only reason why. Like I wasn't like I'm I get so excited seeing women in STEM and um, you know, posting about their careers and stuff. And although they do, at least now in our generation, go for those roles, they're still paid less. Yeah. So we gotta get the get to the root of that. I, I think one thing that's that's really crazy is, you know, uh, when you look at, and, and I was told this by, I don't know who, but when you look at how you, you know, all your teachers growing up from kindergarten to high school, um, if you could count how many were men, mm-hmm. you'd probably mm-hmm. count less than 10. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then when you get to college, the number starts to creep up a little bit more depending on what your field of study is. So for me, just like you said, in STEM, we had in the engineering department alone, in in mechanical engineering, I should say, we had 10 men and two women. Wow. And I go to the humanities side and it's it's flopped and doubled. You have about 20 Mm -hmm. women, maybe maybe two or three men work in the humanities side. So I feel like they are pushed to go to one side of, uh, rather than the other, which I mean, I hate to see, but now currently in my field, you know, the women are, and I hate to see this as well. Most of the women are either in human resources um, or they're in customer service. Yep. We have one female director in, um, in operations and I'm glad to see her every day she walks in the office because she's surrounded by maybe 
10 men who don't intimidate her whatsoever. So I just like to see that. Okay, power yes. to her. <laughs> We're here for her. We're stepping you know, for you, Miss Mama. I don't think it's to say like men don't deserve certain jobs, you know? I feel like if you work for the job, you deserve it. Um, but it's also intriguing for me because it's like, what about those men that take on typically like roles that are typically for women or like, like you said, there might be one or two men in the humanities department. Like, what do people think of them? Are they making the same amount of money as the women there? You know, that's, that's something I want to get into because I feel like the gap for that, like the flip side, I don't think there is a gap. I think they're still making probably the same amount, if not more. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, for me, I personally am glad that I'm in STEM you know, um, and I, I really do want to encourage like other little girls and boys too, of course, um, to continue with STEM because that's where, I mean, that's what really the world revolves around. Definitely business as well, but STEM is like the hard hitting. I just wish people would encourage girls more to do to do that. So, but we we we, we appreciate our teachers, we appreciate our caretakers, home take home care, every everybody. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not to say that they're not making a difference in what they're doing, but mm -hmm. it's the limitation for some of them to feel like, oh, okay, well, I can't necessarily go for that, even if that's something that I enjoy, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, too, I do want to encourage, like, stay-at-home dads, because <laughs> some men be embarrassed to be stay-at-home dads, like, I'm just like, because they're, like, you know, you know, groomed to be, like, the breadwinner or have a certain career or be able to take care of a household blah 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 mm -hmm. but i think you should watch this show it's called it's called the way of the house husband okay. it's on netflix uh, it i started comedy? watching it it's an anime oh okay cool. it's actually very interesting like he goes from being like a an assassin to like being a house husband so he's like making oh, his wife breakfast she goes every day to like her corporate job and uh -huh. she comes back like she just seems so uninterested in life but he has such a like even though he's a house husband like he has this like double life of him going through all these crazy like day-to-day -day experiences as a house husband so like he's taking care of kids and he's like baking and stuff so it's really interesting you should watch it Okay, I think I might check it out. I like the role reversal there. Mm -hmm. That sounds dope. What are your thoughts, um, Simeon, as far as the pay gap and um, careers um, being kind of assigned to one gender or the other? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I pretty much um, agree with what everybody has said thus far. I think that was like one study or something that was saying like, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but like they were saying that like black women have like the th that's the biggest like pay disparity, like amongst black women and like every other group. But yet those people said like black women are the most like degree earning. Like, yeah, women like degree earning like like individuals, period. Where you know is the saying? logic? Yes, yeah, so I'm just like years. How do we have most you know, degrees? It, it ain't adding up. Maybe, I think too, it's just like fear and just like bias. You feel what I'm saying? Because like, um, there are a lot of like uh, black women who are in like, you know, the medical field, like STEM, et cetera, et cetera. And those fields are like, have been historically like dominated by, by men, like especially like white men, right? 
And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, the more degrees that when Black women earn, you know, they, they really kind of, like, they getting up in those spaces, you feel what I'm saying? And it's just, like, the, they're, like, they don't know what to do. They're just, like, losing their minds, you feel what I'm saying? That's true. So, I agree I just, with that. you know, I don't know. Just... True. All I can say is just like black women keep getting to the bag, keep keep getting the degrees, and <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Thanks for the encouragement because the math is definitely not mapping. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't math. It's not mapping at all. <laughs> there's one thing. There's one subject that should have a one result, and the math is not mapping. Like that's even math, don't be mathing, bro. I'm telling you, math bro, just really. Math be having multiple answers sometimes. It don't make sense. But we're well, not gonna get I, to that. <laughs> I, I will say one thing is that, that I do like to see is uh, you know, I work for a trucking company currently. So one thing that they do and, and show a lot of support to is the hashtag women uh for trucking. Um basically more female truck drivers. Um wow. and also women in STEM. That was a huge thing. Uh, when when I was in school that they tried to push for mm-hmm. and um, just like you, you guys said it'd be great to just encourage more young girls to get out there and take a shot at STEM because I'm in classes with you know 20 or 25 other guys and it may be one girl right. and I'm like man if, yeah, if I'm that her makes- that probably attacks my mental a little bit right and I think that makes like at least in um, your scenarios, I think that makes for like a more well-rounded team too. Right. Because if you have, especially if there's no diversity whatsoever and just all the same dude, we'll just say guy, um, you know, that there's a huge disparity. Like you don't have different opinions. You don't have different perspectives. Like your product is or service is going to be the same like <laughs> it really is like there's no or like similar at least innovation yeah. or similar like not everybody's the same but you know what I mean like there's mm-hmm. no outside input from someone that's different yeah I definitely think we need um more so teams like you said of different thought processes because I can think of something that you may not have thought of or you can think of something that I may not have thought of you know um because women are definitely capable of you know black women invented math did you know that? You said what now? Black women invented math. Black women invented everything, but go on. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm saying like there's there's plenty of ideas that we have that we can input and actually make a more progressive world. But, right. you know, if we keep getting... But we would have to get the credit in order to do that. Right. I mean, hey. So that's, the, that's the part we need to work on as a, you know, a society in general. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so think about this, you guys. Um... So, for example, if you do have a female boss or, you know, one of your higher ups is a woman, it's so crazy because women get like this uh, classification of being bossy when they're in roles like that versus men more so are just called assertive or they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Let's break it down. Shoot, I was going to say, oh, wait, was you about to talk? There you go. No, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, sure. Like, since I've been working in politics, like, all my bosses have been women. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I find that, like, I guess 
women's supervisors, I don't know, shoot, I, I find that they're kind of like better than like guys low key because like they're able to pull from like uh, kind of both sides. Like, well, that, that's just like in my experience working in politics. So like um, all my supervisors have been like great leaders in my opinion, so. Mm -hmm. What do you mean they're able to pull from both sides? Well, I feel like when they take like a leadership role, they have to pull, I guess, from, um, I guess, aspects of like maybe the masculine side, you feel what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so they, they already have, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but just in my experience, it just, it just turns out better. You're know. saying like, like with their experiences with like having male bosses all the time, like maybe like that? Um, I kind of get what I, you mean. I don't, I don't know. But I kind of I get what you mean as far as like having the skill set or like the tools, um, like the same as like their counterpart. But I don't know. I feel like, um, you know, if they're well, if they're good at what they do, they can stand on their own two feet and don't really need that out like that other perspective. I don't know. <laughs> but I get what you, I do. Get, I do get what you mean. Yeah. Well, I guess what I was maybe what I was trying to say is like, you know, maybe like the higher um, a woman goes up in rank, she has to like pull from that. Like um, maybe she has to do like certain things that are like outside of her comfort zone, I guess. If that mm, makes sense. Yeah, okay. So like, like she has like both of those like characteristics. Yeah. I guess. So that's what makes, I guess, her like a well-rounded leader. If that gotcha. makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that I'm makes fine. sense. So. Yeah, I can dig it. Um, I pretty much have mostly had female bosses as well. Um, and I'm really honestly split on that because I've had great ones. And then I've also had a female boss that was just like very much like a micromanager type deal. But that could be anyone. <laughs> call her out. Yes, I did. I would call her out. I'm do I have to use her as an example. This is my life. So, yeah, she'll listen to this podcast, it don't matter. So, um, yeah, but I've seen it to where she was, like, so meticulous. So, like, she wanted, like, <laughs> a, like the whole alphabet, and I only had A through F that day. So, uh, like, it can be either way. Like, for me, um, I've like I said, I've seen both sides of where, like, having a female boss can be great to where they have all these great attributes. And then to the flip side of, like, where they can be micromanaging or like on the pettier side whereas I feel like men do a better job of like remaining neutral sometimes mm -hmm. um, or yeah remaining neutral or not so much letting any personal affect professional I can agree with that um honestly unlike you guys I have had pretty much crappy bosses <laughs> and I've had a would say a mixture between men and women like it's pretty 50 50 and they all just kind of sucked I just don't think leadership was for them honestly um a lot of times I felt like I was governing myself which was nice um but I definitely agree with your statement about how I feel like men typically on the job are a little bit more level-headed you know considering for years on end they've been told to stow away their emotions for life so that makes more that sense part. definitely mm -hmm. <laughs> but um 
I can't say like what Simeon said, like those women who go higher up in the, like the system, they definitely have to start doing stuff that maybe typically only male bosses would do or like um, stuff that people wouldn't expect a female boss to do, but she gets it done too. So I do feel like their women, once they get to a certain position can balance both uh, types of uh, like things that she has to do within her role, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wish women didn't necessarily have to work harder to achieve the same things. Yeah, but life isn't fair. That's why we're making this episode. <laughs> this is true. We're calling y'all out. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about it, KP? Um, well, I guess uh, I've had a few. I think I'm finally just starting to have my first male boss, too, actually. Um, so my first job was, was doing tours on campus. And if you ask me right then, are women bossy? I'd be like, extremely. But <laughs> um, when I got, when I got my first internship, I, I'd switch it and say no, not because pretty much I've had what I would call instead of managers, teachers. Um, instead of do this, do this, do this, it's let me show you how to do this or let me show you how to do this, and mm-hmm. it's not so much of a you know a forced attitude now let me ask you yeah sounds like an actual relationship right it sounds like what it's supposed to be that sounds like a good example i was gonna say did you have the same amount of respect for your female boss as you did your male boss was that did that differ in any way oh and and this is weird for me to say oh well i can't say it's weird for me to say i always have there's no judgment free zone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I always have more respect for my female bosses, mainly because okay. I look at somebody like, you know, say my mom or whatever, who took the long route to get where she is. That could be, you know, somebody could be in her shoes and that can be my boss someday. Right. Um, they took the long road and they still got pretty much to where they wanted to be. And they're still able to do their job effectively and efficiently. Um, whereas got to say that some of these men are just climbing up, but I mean, some of them are pretty much just getting up there. Um, <laughs> they're not really necessarily working the hardest. They're doing the most, you know, mm-hmm. I guess you can say grindiest work. Um, but a lot of these women in the workforce nowadays are grinding it out. Um, so I don't think they're bossy. Yeah, I think they have to match the energy that the guys have to but I think one of the issues is, um, and I've seen this in my office, the guys connect with the guys more than the ladies will connect with the guys mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, vertical structure. And that can potentially create an issue when she's trying to climb the ladder. And um, hopefully not, but let's be honest, we, we all kind of know that it would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The man who connects with the VP uh, the best probably gets the nod over the lady. Right. Agreed. And that's why... Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, that's why I feel like sometimes movies perpetuate, like, the crazy stuff women will have to do to get to the top because of that issue. You know, like, they'll try to make it seem like, oh, women will, like, seduce their boss. Why are you doing that? I can see Kamari is now. I'm just excited. <laughs> I can see it. All right. They, they would have to like seduce their boss and like you know do stuff that they shouldn't have to do to get to the top so 
I feel like that's why they they I think they try to see if women are actually going to do that sometimes you know mm-hmm. maybe it's like, but yeah I was going to talk about that as well that's funny that you guys mentioned that because literally I wanted to talk about harassment in the workplace as well because that's kind of like a touchy thing and I feel like there's definitely a double standard there with that as far as who can go to HR about what and you know be like believed or um like have like a validity you know what I mean yeah this one just is not truly in favor for men at all if we're being honest um because like it's it's not unheard of and it definitely harassment happens to everyone um but it's definitely more common for a woman to report harassment if at all than a man you know because people I guess try to like comfort people's character and like if they are actually a man if they if they say like oh this woman did this to me or something something women can be predators too okay there's double standards with that women can be predators too women can be just as shysty as men so yeah well we're reading a book about a guy who was wrongfully accused of raping this girl and I just thought that was you know I read it and I didn't even blink an eye because it was just like so commonplace Mm -hmm. and that's really unfortunate because I don't like reading stories like that or you know having that be the norm but um so say for instance something took place like at work like in your office wherever and um like I think I would more so feel comfortable to like go share that with you know someone that works in HR whereas a man might not necessarily have that privilege or he could go and they might not take it as seriously. I think one thing, um, well, one thing I've heard one of my bosses say was uh, think about your value to the company. Um, mm-hmm. So I said, well, yeah, move me up here and, you know, I got this small relocation, whatever, yada, yada, yada. He said, well, yeah, that's because we didn't know how valuable you'd be to the company. I said, okay. So if I want to move somewhere else and still work this count, would y'all do it? He's like, yeah, we would. My value increased like that. I think one thing uh, that changes things up is the expectations of outcome. If you report harassment, if a man reports the harassment, it's going to look a little unusual, mm-hmm. right? Versus where a woman will report it and um, it can go one of two ways. It can be brushed under the rug um, and try you know, keep it quiet right. or they can take immediate action and I think unfortunately one of the worst things is if somebody has a tremendous value to the company or that's how the company sees it they're probably trying to swoop it under the road and that's not fair at all um, versus where if a man probably reports this to HR about a woman harassing him uh, it's probably not going to go well for her right agree that's true and I've always thought that was really whack um, I don't agree with that. I wish that things were different, but whack on both sides, even because oh, a lot of the times, or not necessarily just in the workplace, but just in general, like people don't believe when men get raped, or I think, it's, and I think that's the ma- a man's fault because men try to make it seem like, well, let me not. Let I me think not it's see. society's fault as a whole, but I mostly because saying- men are always like competing you know they always have this competition factor and one thing that's important to them is being able to get women you know so 
it's like when you actually get a chance with a woman and maybe she did something that you didn't appreciate or like you were under the influence it's like do I talk about this and look like a bitch or (laughs) do I keep this you know under the rug and like but still it's haunting me forever you know like I, I wasn't okay with this but it's just like people just don't believe men and people don't believe women either um, but people d- definitely don't believe men when it comes to stuff like that. So yeah. it's not okay because harassment is, in general is wrong. So mm. what do you think, Simeon? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I pretty much agree with like what y'all said. Yeah, it's just like the patriarchy, like for real. Just like um, like what you just said, like uh, it's kind of like, um, I don't know. It's just when... Yeah, like when it happens to men, it's just like it's it's not believed because it's just um, and men rarely speak out on it either. Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's, it's kind of like yeah, like you said, it's kind of like our own doing. It's like it's kind mm-hmm. of like the system has it's kind of the system has been like it was created to like benefit men, but like when something ha- like happens to us, it's just like it doesn't protect. Okay, like, what 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 do I do next? Like what do I go right. from here? And I actually have a really good example for this. Do you do do any of you remember Brendan Fraser, the actor that was in like the Mummy, the Mummy series? So he's like the main character. character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he got blacklisted in Hollywood because um, I think he was trying to work like on a new movie, and I think some like execs or like some male execs were like trying to touch him inappropriately. And he said something about it and nobody believed him. And so he used to be like in all the movies, like, you know, the Mummy franchise was actually very big. And then he was like in Looney Tunes and stuff. So he was in a lot of movies. Um, I think even Scorpion King or something like that. And all of a sudden we stopped seeing him. We just stopped seeing him. And I was like, what happened to Brandon Fraser? Like he was such a good actor. And then come to find out when I read that article, um, like the interview between them, he was saying how like he got blacklisted because he was sexually harassed and when he talked about it nobody wanted to hire him again because he spoke out against some really big people some really important people and they still didn't believe him to this day so it's just sad to see yeah that's wild i wouldn't wish that upon anybody like that's really crazy oh well those are some talking of like just sexual stuff in general like what do you guys think are Okay, let me let me say this. <laughs> like <laughs> there are clearly there's Why clearly a divide when it comes to sexuality and just relationships in general with men and women, you know. I feel like nowadays everybody tries to call everything gay and it's like, okay. Why are what you five years old? Why are you five years old? <laughs> like I don't know. But um, you know, why is it so like, why do people turn their nose up to men wanting to explore their sexuality? Or why is it so crazy that women want to have multiple partners? You know? I don't question. <laughs> Y'all can go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to listen. Mm-hmm. You gonna sit back? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen. Uh, I think this, this probably comes from um, just traditional upbringing from a lot of people. Um, I could only imagine the amount of people in the 60s or 70s who want to explore themselves, but they knew the second that they did it, 
their career, their family life, their social life, all of it would be down the drain because it wasn't right. widely accepted versus where now. Um, I think you still have, you know, a lot of people teaching that to their kids and that's how this kids getting passed down and, and looked down upon versus where some people teach a more progressive uh, way of thinking where if the guy sitting right next to me is gay, that should not affect me whatsoever. Um, that, that just shouldn't really, I guess. Agreed. But um, it's, it's, still, it's still an issue nowadays. I, I feel like everybody should be entitled to do what they want to do. Um, if you're going to live in your body, at least be happy. Don't waste, you know, your time and somebody else's time faking it. <laughs> um, for, for women, I should say, the whole multiple partners thing, this is one of the biggest double standards ever. Uh, and, and, you know, Body counts. What is yeah, that? If you, get on, if you get on social media, <laughs> if you get on social media and you start talking about accounts, um, the one time a girl says she has three versus a guy saying he has 17, uh, now the girl's a hoe. And we're like, okay, well, yeah. this guy just slept with 17 women. So what does that make him? And they're like, oh, he's normal. <laughs> he's the man. Or a king. Or right. a king. <laughs> just like, that's not fair. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I, I just hope everybody's out here being safe. But, okay. You know, <laughs> do what you do. Just be right. safe. Because men it, can but, be hoes uh, too. Let it be known. Men, <laughs> men are. They are. And that's okay. You know, if you're going to do it, accept it, live your life, and, and be proud right. of it. Um, other than that, yeah. just wrap up and say, say, <laughs> that's all you got. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Samian? Yeah, sure. Like, um, kind of piggying back what y'all was talking about, like sexuality or, or whatnot. I guess, I mean, traditionally, like, um, everything has been like binary. You feel what I'm saying? And so, mm -hmm. like, I guess in the past couple years now, you know, like this, the spectrum has been introduced. You feel what I'm saying? So I feel yeah. like now people are able to kind of, you know, like land amongst that spectrum. And, you know, like uh, what Kamaris was saying, just like, you know, people should be able to live how they would like to live. And shoot, I respect it and I support that. So, yeah. What do you think about women having multiple partners? Uh, shoot, I mean, <laughs> they can do whatever they want to do. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just like society and the double standards. Just like if women got multiple partners, like, oh yeah, she a hoe. Um, like, why does she have multiple partners? But as long as, you know, it's consensual, she just like, she, she being safe, like, it shouldn't really matter, to be honest with you, so, yeah. I was really hoping, like, y'all was going to kind of play the villain for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, we, we didn't get a devil's advocate. They're so chipper. They're like, are just so yeah, great progressive. you can be who you want to be. That's great. I think, you know, growing I'm like, up, I wish though, all men would think like this. Seriously. I, I think growing up, I mean, and I don't want to put myself out there, but I think a lot of guys my age grew up you know, 16, 17, thinking that way still, though. Um, and I don't know if this is just me, but it's kind of like tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. I can do what I want and not have a single fear in the world. But the girl I'm talking to, or the four or five, they can't do anything else. Mm -hmm. And that's my thinking. And then when you get older, you start to realize, what? What sense does that make? <laughs> You're like, come on, man, I'm out here doing whatever and I'm having fun but I'm telling somebody that they can't do something that they're obligated to do if they want to 
because I say so. Nah. You know, some people are controlling like that. Some people they, they are, are controlling like are. that. You know, uh, I honestly don't understand it. I feel like that's the whole point of dating is to date multiple people, you know, or do what you like. Um, how is yeah. you going to know what you like? You're not They're going to, it takes time to figure out somebody, you know, so you need to spend time around to kind of get your feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm going to go back to the sexuality thing because I feel like it's like Muno was saying, it's very, well, it's more commonplace for women to like experiment or, you know, mm-hmm. if I kiss the girl tomorrow, people probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big deal. If they'd I had be a rooting for it. Day. You know what I mean? Or they'd be rooting for it. Or they'd be like, yeah, like, do that shit. Mm-hmm. But like, if um, a man wants to explore, it's more taboo or he's automatically proclaimed to be one thing. Um, so, you know, I always use this example of Insecure. You guys watch Insecure? I've seen it. Seen it? Yes. No. Okay. Well, okay. So one of the um, girls on there, um, she was talking to this dude and literally like her whole list of like things that she wants in a partner. He was that, that was him. So mm-hmm. like she literally copied the, pa- the list and put it and pasted it right there. And that was him. So I'm like, okay, well, like, that's great. He checks all your boxes. And so then come to find out, well, they were trying to figure out if they wanted to commit to each other. So she came to find out that he has been with men in the past. And um, she was like, absolutely not. She was like, no. She was like, oh. She was like, huh? Wait <laughs> so a minute. It was a whole thing. And I really had to sit there and put myself in her shoes and ask myself that question. Like, would I be okay if my partner or like the guy that I like has been with other men or continues to be with other men, like he's bisexual or whatever the case may be. And truly, I don't know how I feel about that. Like truly, I'm still like, and I am very progressive, but I still have my reservations about that. And I know that's something that I need to check about myself, but it's not that I'm saying that you can't be one thing or the other. It's not that I'm saying that you can't feel free to, you know, explore your sexuality and figure yourself out. But I just know that personally, that wouldn't be what I would be looking for. What were you gonna say? I was like, I was gonna say, I don't think that's something you should check yourself on because um, it's one thing to be progressive, and it's another thing to keep your own values the same. You know, because. But am I being biased though? Still, no, you're not. If being, I did it. I would. Well, yes, like, you're, if you're gonna be biased. It, you're going to be biased because that's your life. You know, you're, okay. you're, you're only talking about your own feelings and what you're going to experience. But it's like people who, you know, want to explore their sexuality and who are actually willing to let their current partner know, like, hey, I used to do this. You remember, what's that show on Netflix? Um, it was like, Love is Blind, about? where that guy, he refused oh, yeah. to tell Diamond that he was with men previously before marrying her. We'll get back to that later. Though. Yeah. He, that's what I'm saying. Why'd you keep it a secret? Anywho, that's why he got that drink in his face. But <laughs> I don't think it's anything wrong with supporting people wanting to, um, to uh, explore their sexuality and then still not wanting to be with somebody that's exploring their sexuality because whomever is doing that already knows that 
my per my partner has to also be okay with this so they already have only a select few people and they can't be mad at somebody not wanting to be with them because that's not one what they're used to and two that's not what they're comfortable with but just because you're not you don't want to do something with somebody doesn't mean you can't support them you know what i'm saying yeah so i don't i don't feel like that there's anything wrong like for me i personally wouldn't want to be with a man that's been with other men because that's not something i'm used to that's not something i've ever experienced and i don't i i know what it's like to be with men you know so it's like men are already annoying so no offense (laughs) so so it's like I just can't imagine what they went through with the man. And I don't want to imagine that, you know? So it's just, that's not my cup of tea, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be like, oh no, you can't be with any other woman or blah, 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 blah. Cause what if also in the end, I think I also just have an irrational fear that he just made my, might leave me for a man, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I, think I, just I would have, have that fear too. as well, which is why I don't think it will work for me, but I've seen, you know, I think like you were saying, like if the partner that you're with is cool with that, then that's perfect like mm-hmm. then, you know it's meant to be how it is yeah, um, yeah. but I do have another example because I've been seeing this a lot of like polyamorous relationships and most of the time it's a dude and two women but what if I want to have two boyfriends you can why not but I feel like that's there's a double standard because <laughs> it's not accepted like yeah, it's not do. it's not accepted but honestly being in a relationship with multiple people is already kind of eh, forever. No, that's true. That's true. You know, um, but then we already have the double standard in place that men can already be with multiple women and women can be with multiple men. So that's definitely going to translate into actually either being married or being in a relationship with them. Um, but I have seen it though. I've seen it. You'll see it on Twitter. That's I'm like, I've yet to see it. Oh, my whole timeline <laughs> saw- is the other thing. I've seen this one black lady. She's with two men, and she was like, "Yep, this is my boyfriend, and this is my boyfriend, and they're okay with it." So, <laughs> I think it just depends. You just gonna have to, that. Usually happens. I feel like in small towns, um, <laughs> but well, I, it is what it is. What do you guys think? Do you feel like that's something that's okay? Would I you mean, feel some type of way about that? Wait, look at Kamari's face. Yeah, I'm asking like, you. <laughs> Look, I mean, I just decided no. I mean, I'm gonna have to now. If 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 that's what she thinks is what she's gonna do, I guess she gotta find two new ones, man. Right? No, agree, agree, agree. I I just believe it's one of those things where if somebody's gonna have two people outside themselves and you know invited into the relationship, you gotta be ready for everything that comes with it. Um, there's only seven days in a week, and a lot of times somebody wants you for seven days in the week. Right. Um, there's going to be a week where somebody gets you for three, somebody's going to get you for four. Mm-hmm. But once you start losing that type of balance, and somebody gets you for five days, and somebody gets you for two, now you're going to start having these issues. And, um, mm-hmm. and I think a relationship is built off quality time. Right. You, and you don't even have time for yourself in that kind of relationship, honestly. You can't tell me that you have time for two other people full time. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you, yeah. if you can, go maybe for they it. Share, uh, maybe if they share the same bed. Not if they share the same bed. Well. You, I that mean, you guys can like, you know, like <laughs> you wake <laughs> up together, you go to sleep together, like you you maximizing you're maximizing your time together. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just think people who want to have multiple partners around them in a relationship have a power complex about themselves that's out of this world, so to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I, I would go to somebody and say, okay, well, why do you need more than one partner? And they would go off and probably explain whatever the reasons are and whatever yada yada. And then you can just go back to home and say, okay, well, if your one partner can't do this, then is that really the partner you want? True. And then they yeah, come back. They, they they make an excuse to say, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> you, you can sit there in their face and be like, well, according to this, no, it's not. You just told me right. this isn't. Yeah. So, right. Well, that's coming from you who, like, you know, believes in monogamy more so than, like, someone who, you know, that's their personal belief, too, that, like, multiple people. I'm a changed man. <laughs> well, we're glad to hear that. We love to see it. Hey, do you? I <laughs> mean, would you be in a relationship with multiple people? No, nah, I, I couldn't do it. Shoot, I'm already like an introvert, like to begin <laughs> with. Like me trying to devote my energy, like to two people. Nah, I couldn't do it. I, I got to focus on one person. Like it's like one thing at a time for me. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Sure. If other folks want to, you know, practice polyamory and whatnot, you know, more power to them. I feel you. Yeah, it's already it's already enough dealing with one person. Truly, yeah. But I will say, I don't think they're going back to the body count thing. I don't think there should be shame around that. I don't know why there is a stigma because, but I like that. Um more women are like becoming sexually liberated and like enjoying their lives like just doing what they want to do because why do you have to report to somebody to validate or invalidate what you are like that's ridiculous like I feel like no one person should have or society as a whole shouldn't have like really they can have an opinion they're entitled to their opinion but they shouldn't have a say as far as what you are classified as depending on the number of people that you slept with. Like, that's ridiculous. Plus, people can lie. <laughs> you can say, oh, yeah, I've only been with one person, and you've actually been with 300. So, um, <laughs> I'm good. You know, pe- people yeah, lie so. all the time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's a big lie. So, <laughs> I'm just like, it, you can, because if I tell you, oh, yeah, I've been with one person when I've really been with, okay, let's not say 300. Maybe let's say like 20. If I tell you one, you're going to be like, oh, okay. You know, she's a good girl, blah, 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 blah. But if I tell you 20, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. But then yeah, you yeah. wouldn't have known until I told you. So Man, why does why does that make a difference part. of my character, you know? Yeah. What yeah. difference is that? It shouldn't make a difference. But here right. we are. <laughs> um, did you want to do anything about the rejection thing you're talking about? Nah. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I was... Well, what we were saying before was just <laughs> about how men and women receive rejection differently. I personally think that men get rejected way worse than women do because I've seen some women just be like all out, like, get away from me. I'm calling the cops, you know, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> At least from what I've seen, I feel like men don't like reject women that way. But I feel like when they get rejected, then that's when they start getting all crazy. But I don't, I've never seen a man like reject a woman like so rudely. Like they just be like, you know, I feel like 
we're better as friends or like some, some, some. And I do see women do that too, but I've also seen women get really nasty with rejection. And that's why I understand why men don't shoot their shots sometimes because it's like, why are we so mean? <laughs> why? Why are we I get so mean? that. But I also feel like it depends on who was rejected first because like, for instance, if I reject a man and this has happened more often than not, this happens to me versus the other scenario. This is what happens. So I'll be like, okay, you know, well, I just, I just see, and I pretty much know off the bat like that we're not connecting and I'll be like, okay, well, you know, we can be friends. Um, I'll offer that and they'll be, or like, I'll say, say something that they don't want to hear a guy and they will come at me so nasty like you ugly like all of these things and I was like wow you thought I was cute two seconds ago but okay <laughs> sure. sure I'm ugly but I'm just like it's just like the the clap back is harder with men I feel like when they're rejected versus yeah, maybe is. women are like more what's the word like, even though they get, I think that's because they get let down so easy, they can only be like, well, okay, you know, <laughs> but they would men get, I mean, but I know in your case, you let them down nicely, but they've probably gotten rejection, rejected multiple, multiple times in life. I think they're just angry at that point, <laughs> you know, from all the rejection. <laughs> they're just like, you know what, listen here. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I didn't do anything. I'm like, that got nothing to do with me. Right. I'm if, sorry. If it gets to that point, I, I think it's you know it's a character issue, and once mm-hmm. you see someone acting like that, you just gotta be thankful that you dodged the bullet. Right. Um. Because this time, <laughs> I, I've always hated that man. Yeah. You cannot jump into somebody's DMs and try and talk to them, and as soon as they say no, they're not interested. Don't call them ugly. Don't I, don't say nothing like, about. That's just the pride thing. It is. I wasn't interested like what is the problem and same for you like if you're not interested okay well I'm not your type but there's a million other men whose type I am like relax you're not the only oh. one <laughs> I'm dead ass serious <laughs> so it's all good oh gosh well um okay that about sums it up <laughs> um I also wanted to talk about so we were talking about sexuality and stuff and I also wanted to talk about like bodies um So I find that there's a double standard with men, you know, being able to like display their bodies versus women. Um, And more specifically, like men being like, you know, going to the beach or like wherever, just even outside, like shirtless and versus women, especially women that are like mothers and they need to breastfeed in public. And like they're, people look like frowned upon that. I feel like that's weird because you're literally feeding your child. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I think uh, history has proven to try and sexualize the female body versus not more so the male body. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll tell y'all right now, you know, if it's warm enough on Saturday morning, I'll walk out of my porch without, without a shirt on and just be chill. But we all know what would happen if a woman did the same thing. Right. Now, have uh, you felt violated by a woman, like, when you were shirtless, or, like, <laughs> that's what I want to know. I'm like, you men? <laughs> no, I mean, you know. Like, uh, mm, look at him. Because women can do that, too. Like, that's my thing. Like, do y'all feel violated? I mean, because I go down to the beach, and I'm like, man, I can't, especially when it's hot, can't wait to take my shirt off and just chill. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I like I, I feel good, you know. But I know, on the other hand, it's not always the same for for women, and you know that, that's pretty unfortunate, though. That is. Um, <laughs> is it unfortunate because you want to free the free the nipple? I want them to feel as comfortable <laughs> at the beach that I do. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I go there, I got on my pink swim trunks that, you know, are mid thighs and toes <laughs> out, shirt off, and I'm chilling. But, you know. And, and I've been noticing things of like dudes trying to have a hot boy summer and wearing these short shorts. I'm like, wow, y'all trying to show thigh, leg, all of it. Okay. <laughs> they've been in the gym. I'm here for the role reversal. Huh? <laughs> I said, they've, they've been, been in the gym. gym. They're trying to show off their gains. <laughs> I, I see. They've been copying. I've been doing this for about four years now. Exactly. You, you know you're the inspiration. <laughs> I'm the all of this. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying about um, female bodies being over-sexualized um, to where, you know, it's not even okay to do something that's so natural, like being I think, a child. I think like, that's because... And there people are, like, like, have an issue against it if it's done in public, but, like, you can't really determine... When you're hungry, aren't you going to go find something to eat? Is that what you're going to do? Or are you going to cook? Or you're going to eat something. So, like, the child mm. deserves to eat when they're hungry. Like, it's not a time or, like, a, oh, you have to do this at home type situation. Like, yeah. the child's going to be crying, and that's going to be an inconvenience to everyone. Right. And it's not like a child can just like, oh, I'll wait till I get off of work to go Period. No, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. But I, I feel like women's bodies have been over-sexualized because men were usually the ones going out and doing like the rough jobs and stuff. You know, like you see in their hands are like callous and their feet are like callous and stuff. But then women are- Are pedicures? <laughs> I feel like you know. should. You Do you get pedicures from you? Um, not I haven't, but maybe you should. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I mean, my skin isn't I, isn't the best. I think I have really dry skin. Uh, well, mm-hmm. not think I, I know I do. So they really help. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they do. And if you had one yet, do that. It's super it's relaxing. Great, it's a great way to treat yourself. Truly, right. for anyone. Inexpensive right. and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What were you saying about the callousing? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, like, I feel like women were deemed as, like, delicate, you know? Like, we would do, like, more dainty things. And that's why, like, you, you want to see something that's, like, cute and, like, delicate versus, like, you know, like, <laughs> something rough and, like, <laughs> crusty. Like, nobody wants to see rough and crusty. Everybody wants to see cute and polished. So I think that's why the over sexualization came because I mean we're just horny beings so that's just kind of where the segue came from but I'm like if you're if we're cuddling and you don't have socks on and your feet cut me I'm gonna have an issue so I'm gonna need you to go get a pedicure I'll actually greatly appreciate that too I can't even even say nothing about that because my feet ain't looking the best right now well I'm like but you usually get pedicures oh yeah as a woman but like (laughs) men but that's what like men would more so expect from women is for us to have softer yeah. features or like you yeah. know be moisturized. Mm-hmm. The basics, but you know I would like that reciprocity. <laughs> I hope you guys are taking note. 
think I think guys should, should learn, you know. Uh, some, some some still think that getting you know getting pedicures too girly and everything, and I'm like, man. Some people think putting lotion on is is too girly. That's that's too far. <laughs> that's not too far. Everybody should put on lotion. Right, yeah. moisturize, please. It's your body. Don't forget. <laughs> Definitely. So, I mean, you know, but I, I do think one one thing also in um in the relationship aspect is you know. I guess if you look at situationships, mm-hmm. just in terms of being a double standard, if a guy has his situationships going on, he's the man because he's non-committal. Mm-hmm. He can technically do whatever he wants, and really, he's leading people on. But if a woman <laughs> does it, and I was seeing it, man, it, man, women get talked to crazy. Women get talked to crazy in that aspect. They get disrespected and everything that's just tough mm-hmm. to see sometimes yeah yeah well i just feel like having conversations like this definitely helps so we can understand both sides because it's not going to be completely fair for either of us you know or any anybody so just being able to be aware definitely and like kind of like you said when you were younger you had certain thoughts but now you're getting older you understand a little bit more so it's just hopefully everybody can have that kind of breakthrough so we can actually be more progressive. So what do you guys think? Oh, yeah, I, sure. I agree. I'm second that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think you summed it up perfectly, sister. So I think that brings this episode to a close. But I just literally thought of a couple more double standards. So I feel like we have to have a part two at some point. <laughs> Um, so if you guys want to come back on ever, you're certainly invited. And um, I think we're going to have to make this all part, a whole party. Remember we have, y'all remember Uvu? Oh, man. Bro. Uvu was like the thing. When like a group chat, like video group chats before like Zoom and like Skype oh, and stuff like that. And we would have like 10 people on a call. Like it's not going to be that crazy, but I think definitely <laughs> we want to feature some more voices. Um and talk about some more things because this was this was fun that sounds good to me i will be there (laughs) i got to be there let me know (laughs) definitely well thank you guys um we are gonna you know just post this episode on our regular date wednesdays at 4 30 p.m um and all platforms yes So until next time, have a great rest of the week. And I'm very appreciative that you guys came on. And I hope you guys keep excelling at the amazing jobs that you guys have. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all for having us. (laughs) Sure. Of course. Bye.